0: Hello everyone, Um, today I have a really awesome guest on the podcast and we are going to be talking to you about our favourite topic, probably everybody's favourite topic, chocolate. So if you are a chocoholic, if you secretly eat on chocolate, if you feel that you can't have chocolate in the house because you're just going to eat it all, if you find yourself I don't know, binging on chocolate a lot or you're dreading Easter coming up because you know there's just going to be chocolate everywhere in your house, then this is the podcast for you. There are so many tips that you can take away from this podcast and I actually encourage you to listen to it a couple of times through because there's probably a few nuggets in there and piles of wisdom that you might miss um, because we both talk very quickly as well. (laughs) we're both very enthusiastic about this topic so the guest I have on is Alex from Active Alexandra I'll uh, pop her Instagram in the show notes below Um, and if you get to this the end of this podcast you will hear us ask you a question and what we want you to do is head over to my Instagram and pop your uh, answer to the question in that Instagram post so if you listen to it you'll know what to do. Um, So yeah, I hope you enjoy this podcast. If Easter is coming up and you're dreading it, then hopefully this will help to change your Easter this year. Um, Do reach out and let us know if you enjoy it. And please don't forget to like, subscribe, share and tag us in your uh, episode listen. Enjoy the podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to the Get Peachy podcast and today we're going to be talking well myself and Alex are going to be talking to you about one of our favourite topics chocolate Um, so without further ado Alex can you just give us a little introduction who are you what do you do and why do you love chocolate so much?
1: of course hello thank you for having me this is my first ever podcast I have been on so yeah very excited that it is about my favorite subject all my clients and followers will know I'm obsessed with chocolate a little uh, bit of an insight into how much when I first um, started my Instagram probably about seven years ago my I was doing the Kayla it's the nest BBG um, guide at the time and my Instagram handle was actually um, bbg and chocolate so <laughs> it has changed now um, to something maybe a little bit more appropriate but yeah it was my Instagram handle had chocolate in the name so very excited um, so I'm an online coach I specialize in sustainable and enjoyable um, weight loss for busy women um, I work with a lot of teachers medical professionals um, office workers um, with clients all around the world. I've got clients in um, New Zealand, Japan, America, so yeah, right, um, kind of mix a, across the country and across the world there, um, and yeah, that's kind of um, who I am and, and what I do.
0: Awesome, um, and do you prefer being called Alexandra or Alex?
1: I'm completely fine with either, but my friends actually just call me Al, ah. <laughs> which sometimes I'm never sure if they're kind of saying her or they're calling me, but I answer to pretty much anything
0: so okay. whatever you fancy that's great i didn't confirm that before we went live <laughs> um cool so we were chatting the other day about uh podcast topics and actually chocolate was obviously uh alex is one of her favorite topics but we actually thought because easter is coming up let's why not just crack on and talk <laughs> about it excuse the pun crack on eggs um <laughs> So we asked our followers for some chocolate based questions. So I'm just gonna get stuck in and I'm gonna go with the first question that has come up. Um, Okay, let's go with, how can I stay on track and not secretly eat all of my kids Easter eggs, which I've always done? Do you wanna start? This is a
1: funny one because my mum actually would always buy me Easter eggs or any chocolate, whether it's for like the stocking at Christmas, and then she'd give me a call and be like, oh, just to let you know you haven't got an Easter egg this year because I ate it and there's no more left in the shops. <laughs> I would be distraught, so <laughs> yeah. Um, so how, how to stay on track and not eat them all? I guess that's around kind of moderation and portion control really, isn't it? Um, and whether you kind of eat mindfully or mindlessly. Um, I know myself that if I were to grab a share bag of chocolate or a whole Easter egg and put that in front of me obviously that's going to be gone in a few seconds would you agree
0: yes
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's going to be gone so I think the, the key there is portion control allowing yourself to have a little bit every day and mindfully kind of going to get the portion size you want putting it in your bowl and going to sit down and enjoy it and kind of avoid going back there to keep picking I think if you put something on like a, on your plate or in a bowl or something then you can visually see how much you've got whereas if you just keep eating the easter egg and, and the chocolates there then it's just gonna go down and within a few
0: minutes it's gonna be gone <laughs> <laughs> yeah what would I, you say are your kind of tips um, to- I think because obviously this person said like they've said how can I stay on track and not secretly eat my kids oh yeah kids Easter eggs so I think like the whole secret eating kind of like screams out to me that you're probably restricting yourself in some way so perhaps you haven't bought yourself your own Easter egg so that you feel you now feel restricted and you kind of need yeah. to go and hide to eat there so I would say like potentially including chocolate in your diet would be important buy your own egg if no one buys you an egg buy buy your own egg and also yeah also make sure that you like you're well fueled like this comes up quite a lot with my clients maybe they you know don't really eat enough in the day and they're running around all all day and then before they know it they're in the cupboard in their kids easter eggs eating chocolate because they just haven't eaten enough throughout the day so make sure you're well fueled buy your own easter egg and also like the thing with secret eating is it becomes like a bit of a I don't know it just becomes a bit of a habit or a behavior that we just feel like we are stuck with and I would just say like stop secret eating and if you're going to eat your kids easter egg like eat it in front of their face
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think the term the term secret as well makes it sound that this person potentially feels a bit guilty about kind of eating it eating the chocolate in front of everyone I mean If you're eating your kids Easter egg, then yeah, you probably should feel guilty. That's that's beef right there. But (laughs) if you're just eating chocolate, then there's absolutely no reason to feel guilty about that. It's obviously completely fine, as we know, as part of a healthy, balanced diet. There's no bad foods. So I personally enjoy chocolate every single day. And I do not know how people give it up for Lent because...
0: I used to do that. Have you
1: ever done that? Have you done it?
0: I I used to be that person every year. I'm giving up chocolate for Lent. And then I'd eat like chocolate protein bars because that was okay. It was not officially chocolate. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I used to do it all the time. And guess what happened after? I'd eat all the chocolate and be on it, you know? So That's what happens
1: with a restrictive diet, doesn't it? I did start... So I just kind of questioned it on my story on Instagram this year, like giving up chocolate for Lent. Mm -hmm. I was never going to do it because I just I could not do that but I started to question so if I were to give it up what would count a chocolate as chocolate is it just a physical chocolate bar or would I not be allowed like a chocolate protein shake chocolate oats chocolate biscuit chocolate ice cream like there's so many things that are chocolate flavored like where's the line yeah and that's the thing with diets like these lines are just made up so it's wherever you want it to be but if you go all out no chocolate that doesn't really leave you with with many things i guess i could just overeat on cheesecake instead
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely and i think finally just like going back to this question i think it is difficult when you've got because um i've got two cousins and the one cousin is really not uh, that asked about chocolate and the other one is and i can see the mental battle in her face when her brother's like oh, i'm not going to bother eating my, my easter eggs because he prefers sweets and i can see her name's harriet i can see harriet she's only eight she's like eyeing up her brother's easter eggs cuz she's just so tempted to eat them. <laughs> He's not bothered cuz some people just aren't bothered about chocolate and I guess that's yeah. probably where you know parents have that struggle where they've got six easter eggs sitting in the house and they're like fuck how do I not go and pick on them you know I could replace it and that yeah. kind of thing. And I guess that the work that needs to be done kind of needs to be done before easter like you have to get so used to not being triggered by things in your house so you kind of like use easter as a test like use it as an experiment and just try and like see and have like have these six easter eggs in your house and see kind of if you can just go day by day without picking on them and if you fancy some chocolate go to the shop and get some you know
1: yeah i think as well with lots of the eggs being in the house i'm sure as a mum you're not gonna let your kids eat the 12 easter eggs they get um from numerous friends and family all at once so i guess just ask yourself like what what would you advise to your child and why like why you're advising them to do that Um, and kind of give yourself the advice you would give others because sometimes it's easy for us to give advice but not necessarily apply it to ourselves
0: exactly love that do you want to read the next question
1: Yeah, of course. So um, one of the favorite questions we got through um, was how do I stop getting FOMO, fear of missing out for anyone that doesn't know, (laughs) um, when my partner has chocolate and I don't or I can't fit it in my calories. Um, So yeah, this is definitely something I have experienced. My boyfriend loves chocolate. (laughs) And I just find sometimes like if even if I have my chocolate, I get FOMO that he's going to eat all of my chocolate before I've had a chance to have it myself if I let it sit there for a bit too long. Um, he's constantly like iron up the bar. In I remember last last Easter, I had an unopened Easter egg in there for probably about a month that I was just having a bit of each day. And I, I went back there one day and he'd eaten it all. I was like, I can't get that Easter egg for another year. That is not in the shops. <laughs> so what's your kind of thoughts on, on this question? How would you avoid kind of getting that FOMO if if you can't fit chocolate into
0: your your diet. Do you know what, when I, so obviously... I'm pregnant now so I'm definitely not dieting um but when I was dieting like I completely understand this when you are on lower calories and you've only got so much you can fit into one day you know you're there eating your Freddo and your boyfriend's eating a like giant pack of dairy milk buttons like Brad my partner's six foot three so like he literally can eat so much chocolate and just not gain a single pound and I used to sit there and I did used to get a lot of FOMO but I also had a really poor relationship with food then like I still would use calorie tracking to kind of like control binges as such mm-hmm. so it wasn't until I actually spent a great deal of time working on my relationship with food and not feeling triggered that now I actually don't give a shit like he will go to the shop and buy chocolate and I can quite happily like say no or I can quite yeah. happily watch him scoff it however He does really piss me off if there is chocolate in the cupboard and it's mine and he's eating it, which has happened (laughs) countless fucking times. So annoying. um, Yeah, it's so annoying. But yeah, I think just one of the things is like, oh, I don't know where to start with this question. So many things that we can go into, but. Like, one, make sure that you've got something. So if you know that it's movie night, Saturday night, you can have, like, a night in, the two of you, or, you know, your family, and you're going to have some chocolate. Like, make sure that you have something that fits into your calories. And if you go over a little bit that day, it's not the end of the world. You know, if you've gone over because you've had a chocolate bar and you couldn't fit into your calories that day, yeah. like, if you've gone over by 200, it's not the end of the world. You can make yeah. it up elsewhere or just move on. Like, it's absolutely yeah. fine. Um
1: I think it's the mentality that comes after going over that people then feel like, well, I've gone over. So I may as well continue instead of just saying, I'm going to allow myself to go over. That's completely fine to enjoy this so that I can stop there and not then feel the need to kind of um, overeat on it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think also you need to hold yourself accountable. Like there's only so many dairy milk share buttons that you can get away with untracked, you know, that you, (laughs) you, you just you just aren't going to be able to get away with it for that long like I know definitely I've done that before like oh I'm just not going to track these three buttons and then before I know it I've eaten half the pack I'm like shit I actually need to track yeah. those so I think like just hold yourself accountable if you have a goal at the moment and if it is fat loss like no you can't eat all the chocolate you normally would because you've got a fat loss goal so you do have to hold yourself accountable and think like, what would my future self do? Would she sit here and scoff all the chocolate? Or would she work towards her goals? So you do kind of have to be, I'm going to use the word disciplined. You do have to be yes. quite disciplined in that, that matter.
1: Yeah. And what I also advise my clients is to set aside some um, calories for treats each day. So that even if they've got nothing planned, they're there if they want them. Um, for those kind of times where the boyfriend opens the chocolate and they're like, oh I didn't plan for this because we didn't have a set occasion but I do really want some now that that it's there um so obviously you've got that and if you don't want the chocolate then at least you've got some calories left over that you can kind of have a nice fill-in snack with um and I'd also just say have lots of chocolate based I am such a chocolate, I absolutely love, <laughs> love chocolate so I have chocolate flavored everything which Um, can be really nutritional in some products so like chocolate-favoured protein shakes I've got chocolate-flavoured protein oat pots I've got um, chocolate-favoured like protein high fibre muffin pots just loads of chocolate-based snacks that aren't actually um, kind of as high in calories as a chocolate bar so that really I could have quite a lot of them if I wanted to um things like your muller light chocolate yogurt pots they're like under 100 calories as you mentioned earlier freddo, they're under 100 calories you can get kinder bars like 70 calories so even if you do want like more than just one thing you could make yourself like a little treat box with loads of low calorie chocolates and you've got a whole huge variety of stuff yeah um and if you're just sensible with those things then i guess make informed decisions maybe track it before so you know what the calorie content is of it because I know personally that I would rather have loads of these small low calorie bars than have like one Lindor chocolate or Frère Rocher which is going to be a lot higher than you maybe would expect it to be um I do love Frère Rocher so I do still eat those but just if I was dieting I would pick the more volume of chocolate versus like one single high calorie chocolate
0: yeah yeah and I think what you said there is key like if you're dieting, like if you're yeah. dieting, you're gonna pick more foods that are like higher in volume that have got yeah. a chocolate flavour, get
1: more value for your money effectively.
0: Yeah. Versus if you're not dieting, and you know some clients listening to this might not be dieting right now, like you might be moving away from eating low calorie foods because yeah, you know that that can be not an issue. But I've definitely coached some clients that have gone from like dieting into maintenance, then moved into not tracking, and actually yeah. then they've reached for like zero calorie foods or low calorie foods and they're eating like 600 calories worth of that when actually all they wanted was a like a Cadbury's cream egg or something and sometimes you do have to think about like what do I truly want and if it's just the chocolate bar have just the chocolate bar yeah definitely definitely.
1: yeah low calorie foods aren't always the the rave. It's just obviously a good tool if you do if if you're for example this question I can't fit it into my calories. So yeah. if you haven't really got any calories left and you you just want to go over a little bit or if you've just got a few left, then there are options there for you. but if you're not dieting and you're kind of not tracking your calories or anything and you want some chocolate, then have that chocolate because eighty twenty rule <laughs> everything in moderation
0: yeah exactly did you ever so I used to um this was when I was prepping for a shoot actually but I used to make a flex bowl did you ever do that you ever done that uh, no I haven't so basically <laughs> a flex bowl a I would yeah I, it, so it's so it used to be so this was probably about six years ago now when flexible dieting just sort of became fashionable and it was called a flex bowl. So I get quark, I would get vanilla flavored quark. And then I buy loads of like mini packs of everything. So I'd have like mini packs of like animal biscuits and then like mini Oreos and stuff like that. And I'd like crush all the things up put it on top put then like um you know like choc shot the syrup
1: yeah yeah
0: like choc shot in it Then I'd add some like dairy milk buttons and I'd add all the calories up and it was amazing because obviously quark's got protein in it so every night I'd like spend about 15 minutes making this amazing like pudding bowl of just like quark and all these like mini biscuits and for me it was so good because it was a time in my life where I'd gone for years like dieting via keto or yeah like seriously restricting carbs and just limiting so many foods and then obviously I found calorie tracking and flexible dieting yeah I just remember just going into the supermarket being like holy shit I can have all of these things and I was like what other toppers can I add to it like um what else do I used to add like marshmallows and all sorts it was amazing
1: it is it is good I think when you when that kind of penny drops and you realize that if you're approaching weight loss from a sustainable way, then nothing needs to be cut out. Or whilst we're talking about chocolate now, I know some of my clients absolutely love cheese or they love wine or they love crisps. Like it doesn't matter if you're not as much of a chocolate lover as me, although we might not be able to be friends, but <laughs> it doesn't matter what what you that is that is your kind of like hook that you really love. Um, all of this and everything we're kind of saying kind of applies in the same way to moderation and being able to have whatever you want and, and fit it in
0: yeah absolutely um okay let's move on to the next question um once i start eating it i can't stop very controlled if i avoid it but can't handle moderation this is really common i think
1: yeah i think this really sounds like maybe there eating like they're they're unable to stop because they're not actually full to begin with so maybe they've kind of restricted calories all day and then they get to the evening or whenever they decide to have it and they're just actually hungry they're looking for something to kind of fill that hunger which chocolate isn't really going to do very quickly because obviously it's not high in protein it's not high in fiber it's not gonna fill you up and it's moreish really isn't it for anyone so it's definitely not not kind of a problem this person has. It's not like they're broken that they they can't stop eating it. They just perhaps need to eat that chocolate alongside another snack so that it's not just the chocolate they're eating. Like I will sometimes have chocolate at the end of my meal or chocolate with a piece of fruit so that I've got the taste of chocolate but a bit more. Um like a chocolate fondue that is that's a great great dessert to have for chocolate. Get all the strawberries and the banana and the marshmallows and You've got your chocolate fixed, but you're actually quite full after a small amount of chocolate because of everything else that is um, within that snack.
0: Yeah, yeah. What are your your thoughts Um, on that? I think number one, like, are you restricting chocolate? Cause that's obviously a key sign. Like if you're restricting something and then you go to eat it and you can't handle it in moderation, you feel like you need to binge on it. I'd question like, are you having a bit, like Alex said earlier about her clients having, you know, spare calories for a little bit each day. Like, can you get to the point where actually you eat? And this is like something that I do with my clients I call it like an experiment with their trigger food. I'll say um, like have this food every single day for the next 10 days and then tell me that you can't eat it in moderation and I did this with a client she was like oh every time I have cereal in the house I binge on it and I was like that's great okay we're going to bring cereal in the house and every day you're going to have a bowl and then I want you to tell me in 10 days that you you can't have it in moderation and after about five days she was like I'm actually sick of eating cereal now I was (laughs) like there we go that's what we need to do so I would say like use chocolate as an experiment, bring it in the house, have some each day and eat, you know, limit yourself, have a bar or have a couple of pieces or whatever, and get to the point where it no longer triggers you. And then like tell yourself, you know, can I not eat it in moderation? But I'd also say, and this is going on to Easter because we'll skip to the next question because this is very similar. How to not eat a whole egg in one sitting mm-hmm there's two like this I was thinking about this when I read this question to speak to you about it like I've got two mindsets on this one I think there's nothing fucking wrong with eating a whole easter egg like exactly. I will sit and eat a whole easter egg dependent on the size because I will get like I never used to have this problem ever but that's because I used to restrict food I used to like be able to demolish whatever size easter egg was available but now I can get through like half an easter egg and be like I'm done yeah. um, but I, I honestly I don't see any harm in, harm in it like I'd rather you go do you know what I'm going to thoroughly enjoy myself have this whole easter egg it might be 800 calories but it's not like I do it every day be done with it fine yeah but don't do it with the mindset of oh my god I can't help myself I've been really bad I'm really naughty da, 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 da. like have that guilty mindset because as soon as that switches on you're setting yourself up for disaster. That's when you start picking more. That's when you go out for your run next day because you're beating yourself up about it. Like accept it. It's it's an egg. It's done. See you later. That's yeah. kind of like my one mindset. And the other mindset is, can you practice a bit of mindful eating? Like how much chocolate do you need to actually fix the itch? You no, know, the craving. Yeah. And for some people, it actually might just be half an Easter egg. Yeah,
1: and you might then, not need the whole thing to feel satisfied if you're just yeah. craving a bit
0: of chocolate yeah anything
1: you don't yeah I'd probably say that I think in some of these situations um obviously depending how deep those feelings are around kind of things being a trigger um a PT isn't always obviously the best person to help in a situation um it might be worth kind of seeing a therapist or might be worth seeing a um nutritionist who specializes with um things like this but in terms of the thoughts I'd have as well, and, and one simple thing you can ask yourself is how does the food make you feel whilst you're eating it? So, for example, I'll say to myself sometimes, oh, I've, I've had this chocolate and I do kind of want some more, but how's that going to make me feel? Not in terms of like, is it going to make me feel guilty, but how is it actually going to make me feel? Like, am I going to feel sick because I am actually so stuffed? In which case, like, my answer is I don't need any more or is it going to make me feel great because I'm enjoying the moment I'm enjoying this chocolate and I'm still going to feel great after eating it because I'm happy to do so so I think just asking yourself how's it going to make me feel can help you know when to stop or when to keep going as such because I think that's a um, struggle a lot of my clients say they face is they don't know when's the right time to stop eating something well it's when you feel like you've had enough. And sometimes if you feel like you're struggling to stop eating that Easter egg, you sometimes get to that point where as you said, like after half, like you have had enough, you do feel a bit sick and you just kind of keep eating it because you're in that mentality of, well, I've already eaten something bad. So may as well finish it off now, get it out of the house so that I can't do it again. Instead of just saying, I'm totally allowed to have the other half tomorrow. And if I want the other half later this evening, that's also fine. Like there's no rules the rules we make in our head of what we can and can't have is then what causes those feelings sometimes in my opinion obviously a a therapist may have a different view on how to work through that but that's just what my thoughts are
0: yeah I completely agree and I think as well this is kind of similar but just kind of telling yourself like can I stop here or asking yourself can I stop here because I can always come back for more and sometimes like just saying to yourself could I stop here I do this with my meals I'm like actually can I stop here like am I actually kind of full because sometimes you're enjoying a meal or you're enjoying the chocolate like the chocolate so much you forget to kind of check in with yourself so having that little check-in and being like actually I'm going to wrap this back up like I'm going to put it back in the box I'm just going to see if you know if I do want some more later I will come back to it but for now like actually I'm okay um and this Other tip and advice kind of connects with the previous question and what you kind of answered as well is around Easter, make sure you're eating enough like today, for example, I've just had massive, (laughs) I don't know if you saw it on Instagram, but a massive Subway salad. Had a cookie after. Oh, but yeah. like
1: you love your condiments, don't you? Oh my god. Well,
0: <laughs> in fairness, she put it on. But I was like, can I have the the Southwest and the barbecue? Brad?" You need,
1: to, you need to get some of those sauces on there for the, the fat-soluble vitamins. So
0: <laughs> they're essential. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, like making sure that you're full. Like I'm so full now, I know I actually couldn't eat an easter egg so i think sometimes like actually asking yourself around easter especially because it will be the easter half term and i know a lot of mums will be off with their kids and they're probably running around going to different activities like are you stopping and actually having some food with your kids like are you going to the park and you know stopping at the cafe and ordering yourself something and if not like do because being full up will help you with that kind of moderation because it's hard it's hard to binge on chocolate when you're really full it really is
1: yeah 100% I remember when so I used to always have to have a dessert when I went out just because I loved it and I think that's because perhaps like previously when I was uneducated um on fat loss I was very much in the that restrict mentality of like I can't have a dessert so this is my chance to have it because I'm eating it out But now I go out for dinner and I'm like, I eye up the dessert menu before dinner because I'm like, all that Biscoff cheesecake looks good or that chocolate brownie looks good. But then I get to the end of my meal and I'm like, I have to actually say no to dessert right now. And I don't want to do this because I've decided what I want and it looks great, but I'm not going to enjoy it. And I know I'm not going to enjoy it because I'm too stuffed. And I can have a dessert later when I get home after a few hours when my food's gone down if I want to not going to be that cheesecake but i can always come back to this restaurant and have that another time and maybe even just come for the dessert next time and not kind of fill myself up so much with such a big meal beforehand if if that's what i want um so it's just being in that mindset of like it's not going anywhere you can have it another time um you don't have to eat it right now yeah. Um, I think really helps for that as well should we move on to the next question
0: yeah I was just about to add on to that though don't yeah. you that's so empowering like when you yeah
1: when you're when you can say no yeah. No, I don't actually want it <laughs> yeah
0: because I was always that person I'd be like oh how how did like with friends like how do you not say no to um like, why do you always say no to dessert? And they're like, oh, because I'm full. Whereas I'd be like, this is my last chance to get in a dessert. Eat it all now before I was educated about food. Um, whereas now, like, I can happily go out and be like, no, nah, I don't want dessert. I'm fine. You know, so. I absolutely so
1: love, not that every restaurant there should do it, but I love ordering a kid's meal because restaurant portion sizes are just like ridiculously big and, and grow in anyway compared to what you would serve yourself at home and i do like that variety so when i get a kid's meal i can get the starter the main and the dessert for <laughs> the same kind of portion size as if i just got like an adult's main um so i just think it's amazing when places allow you to do that because i'm like this is brilliant <laughs> i've got like the perfect amount of each thing and i'm not overfull. i don't feel unwell and I've been able to, like, test it all. I love that.
0: <laughs> I sometimes they like,
1: sorry, you're not under 10 years old.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I've had, I tried that with Nando's once because I went on a day where I was just not that hungry and I, I tried to, like, blag having the kids' meal. They were like, no chance. So I was like, damn it.
1: I reckon um, you could use that now that you're pregnant. You could be like, I'm pregnant and I just yeah. don't have a very good appetite. Who's going to say, sorry, no, you must you must eat the full meal?
0: yeah that's true that's true i might, I might, I might have to pull that out of the bag right do you want to go to the next question
1: yeah definitely so um the next question was can you have a small piece of egg every day to use it up over time or is this bad for fat loss and weight loss so we've kind of covered this but not specifically
0: as to whether it's bad so what are your um on this question Can you have a piece of chocolate every day, small amount to use up egg over time? Yeah, fine. Like no, no harm in that. In fact, (laughs) yeah, like I'd say that's a, a great way to go around it. Like if your relationship with food is that great that you can just have a little bit each day, then that's amazing. And no, it's not bad for weight loss. Obviously, if you, if you are calorie tracking and that's causing you to go over your calories, then essentially in that week, then you might be slightly over and you might not lose, but I would say no it's absolutely fine.
1: I think maybe the where this question could I could be wrong but where this question could come from is maybe not having that knowledge on how fat loss works in terms of a calorie deficit Mm -hmm. because um, some diets where you know you get stins or you get points and things then you probably can't Like you're in some diets, you're probably not meant to have like chocolate every single day, but that's just due to the fact that the diet has set up the structure in that way to help you keep your calories down. So like you said, as long as you're in that calorie deficit for um, your own body type and your own um, activity levels, then it's completely fine to have whatever you want within it every day. And as we've mentioned before, kind of 80, 20, um, yeah, make sure you're getting some some treats in
0: moderation every day. Yeah, yes, I agree. Um, okay, next question. I only need to look at chocolate and gain two pounds, so I don't understand how you can eat it and not gain weight. <laughs> um,
1: this is an interesting one, isn't it? I think is... that's what... I think yes. this is where, like you said, your partner can eat so much chocolate and not gain weight and the same wouldn't happen for you and whilst it is unfair it's just the fact some people have a higher calorie energy need they're using more energy in the day and so they can eat more energy so unfortunately you might not be able to eat as much as your friend or as much as your partner or even as much as your kids um, before gaining weight but that's because they're not crossing that calorie surplus line and if you're gaining weight every time you kind of oh you think it's the chocolate um then you maybe are using that chocolate to cross your calorie surplus kind of every day um and that's obviously the cause of of weight gain not not the chocolate specifically any anything too much of anything isn't good so as we know too much of water too many bananas like it does not matter how much you have of anything, is not good. And if you eat enough of it, it'll take you into a calorie surplus. And over time, you will gain fat. But it's just a lot harder to be in a calorie surplus from eating kind of as much lettuce as you want, (laughs) compared to eating as much chocolate as you want. Obviously, that's going to put you in a calorie surplus much quicker. So it's just having that awareness of of the calories of different foods, and I guess those portion sizes to know that you've got to kind of moderate that chocolate a bit more than you do have to moderate your salads or things like that.
0: Yeah, unless you have a salad like mine. Um, (laughs) The the thing I would add to this is like, listen, it's like, it's not possible to look at food and gain two pounds. Like that is a self-fulfilling prophecy that you've told yourself. And that's just not true. Like it's not accurate. The reason why you might be gaining two pounds is because of, other circumstances going on in your life that are causing you to overeat or you are cho- choosing to overeat and the chocolate is just a thing that then leads to either overeating or it kind of adds to your calorie amount and leads to a surplus so it's not the chocolate it's probably other shit that's going on in your life and I had a question similar to this a few weeks ago about um why do I why do I gain quick weight so much um, god get my words mixed up why do i gain weight quicker after having children and i said to this client and this is why it's quite similar like you don't your lifestyle has changed so for example with this person saying i've i'm only looking at chocolate i've gained two pounds that's not true your lifestyle has probably changed quite a lot so that you don't you don't lose fat as as quick as you did back when you were 20 because now you have a family now you're up at 4am you know feeding your daughter or whatever you're out at work at 7 a.m in the morning like you don't live the same lifestyle as you did when you were 20 yeah. so yes when you were 20 you might have been able to lose I don't know 10 pounds in two weeks but that's because you probably had the space to do so you're probably also following a like drastic diet that's not realistic so you kind of have yeah. to look at like where you are now in your life compared to where you used to be and also yeah like are you managing the rest of your life properly like if you only have to look at chocolate and gain two pounds like what else is going on in your life surely do you know what I'm saying like it's it's not the chocolate you've got to stop telling yourself that you can't eat certain foods you can yeah but within moderation you know I think
1: also if we're not thinking of the two pounds as Hypothetical, and and their scale is actually going up two pounds, kind of after after eating certain foods. We've got to remember, obviously, the scale fluctuates daily, and that's completely normal. Because a lot of my clients, if they are tracking for fat loss, they'll step on the scale once a week. But after they've had like a takeaway or something they may, may deem bad, they'll then step step on the scale after that takeaway, kind of to see if it had any impact within a few hours of of them eating it, I guess. And the scale usually always goes up because obviously that takeaway is high in salt and they retain some extra water. So then it kind of, um, what's the word, not emphasizes it, kind of approves their thought of that takeaway was bad because they've gained an obscene amount of weight overnight but it's just weight not fat like it will go back down so i think that's another thing to remember like if you're if you're thinking you're stepping on the scale after you've just eaten some chocolate and you also maybe haven't gone to the toilet yet or you're stepping on the scale at a different time of the day or you also had that chocolate alongside um a takeaway or something last night that was higher in salt everything like that Of course, the scale is going to go up because it will go up and down daily. So that's completely fine. Doesn't mean that the chocolates made you gain fat because as we know, 3,500 calories equates to one pound. So unless you ate in a surplus over a long period of time and and you had your 7,000 calories that one night on top of your maintenance calories, then you
0: did not gain two pounds overnight. Did not happen. (laughs) Yeah. And I think like obviously... we can talk about this quite confidently and say, yeah, yeah, you can eat chocolate and lose weight because we've been through it. Like we know yeah. how it feels. We know what moderation looks like. We've, you know, tracked in calorie deficit and so on. But I think for some people that are at the start of their journey, who've, you know, done yo-yo diets and and perhaps are quite overweight and quite unhappy with where they are, it can be scary when your coach kind of says to you, oh no, you can eat the chocolate. And it's like, what? Yeah are you like are you, are like, you crazy are you sure? and it is because you you you've believed for so long that restricting foods is the answer and just have having like yeah somebody tell you that you can eat a little bit can be quite I don't know it can be quite off-putting like I've definitely worked with clients before where they've said you know I've been good all week or oh, I've saved myself and I've not had chocolate all day and you know I'm gonna have some on the weekend and then I've actually questioned them and I've been like but that is that what you want like are you okay with that? Or actually, do you want to have a bit of chocolate each day? Like, it's okay. Like, so I think if you are at the start of your journey right now, you know, a weight loss journey, you have decided to do it, you know, um, with an inclusive mindset, including all the foods that you enjoy, like act upon curiosity. Like, I know it's really hard to not be open-minded when you've been closed-minded and your open-minded has looked like, being off it like on it off it but be open-minded and be curious to okay she's telling me I can have a little bit of chocolate like I'm going to trust you with that because actually going back to the self-fulfilling prophecy like if I look at chocolate I gain two pounds like you've got to overcome these things that you tell yourself and the only way you can overcome them is through taking action so kind of if you're telling yourself that like see if you can prove yourself wrong like i'm all i love proving myself wrong it's something that really drives me i'm like fuck it i'm going to show myself that i can actually do this and that's what really helped me when i lost quite a big amount of weight i was like do you know what fuck it i've always done it the wrong way i'm doing it the right way i'm going to prove to myself i can so i think like try and prove to yourself that actually you can look at chocolate and you can eat chocolate and not gain two pounds yeah i think
1: there is a lot of conflicting information out there there which as you said for people just starting out their journey they can feel lost and not really know what to um listen to and not even just necessarily this information coming from sources that aren't credible you know like magazines or social media or tiktoks the new one at the minute with all the the latest fads going on but i personally went to a um coach previously when i was interested in doing a a bodybuilding kind of bikini competition and I got given a diet, and it was so restrictive, and I was not allowed chocolate. I obviously only lasted two weeks before I was (laughs) like, this is not for me. But um, I think if you go, depending on the context of the diet or the coach that you work with, if you're not working with a lifestyle coach, and you are working with a coach that does help people, get like kind of get ready for those um, athletic competitions, then the diet you're gonna be provided with may be a lot more restrictive than it needs to be. And because that person is still a professional just in, within a context, sometimes you can think, well, this person isn't eating chocolate or said I can't have chocolate, so I'm gonna trust that person. And that's where you then get those thoughts from. So I think it's important to keep an open mind. Um, and if you do have a coach, then listen to that specific coach there might be conflicting information out there, but chocolate really, really isn't evil and it's not the problem. Um, I don't really know why I wasn't allowed chocolate as long as it fit within my calories on this meal plan I was provided um, by this coach as if it did something bad within my body, I don't know. But yeah, I wasn't even allowed dark chocolate. It was a very, very tragic two weeks of my life. And I yeah, decided sometimes, what something you want to do or go go you have in mind isn't worth the consequences that and the sacrifices that you have to make for it so i think yes a lot of dieting is about actually being ready to diet and being like do i want this or do i just think i want this because i did not want to be a bikini bodybuilder enough to not eat chocolate every day of my life
0: <laughs> yeah i i completely agree um do you want to read the next one yes
1: yeah, so um, one of the other questions we had was, how much chocolate is too much chocolate?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, funny. This is um, this is it depends. It really depends on your preference. I think obviously it's ob- it's obvious to know when you've eaten too much because you usually feel sick. But I would always say if you if you're going to that level, like learn from it, learn how much makes you feel sick. Um, it it's 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 really the mindset i think attached to it like if you feel that you have eaten way too much and you feel guilty about it that's probably going to drive even more restriction and then probably lead to another bout of overeating so sometimes i overeat on chocolate i do and i'm perfectly okay with that because i accept the outcome okay i've eaten too much chocolate probably going to be over my calories that's fine. I accept the outcome. Like I hold myself accountable. I move on. Fine. You know, I think you just have to kind of have a more sort of accepting, compassionate mindset where, okay, sometimes I'm going to slip up. Like sometimes I'm sure for some people listening to this, their issue might not be chocolate. Their issue might be wine or crisps. Okay. I've eaten too many crisps. Okay. I drank too much wine. I either beat myself up about it or I accept and I move on and I do better next time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think i'd probably, i probably look at that question um more from a dietary guidelines i guess point of view as well to say how much is too much in terms of um the recommended amount of saturated fat and things like that so um obviously you want to be make, making sure you're hitting your protein needs for your goals you want to be making sure that you're getting in enough um unsaturated fats and you want to be making sure you're getting in enough of your whole grains and your complex carbs so, if you're hitting all of that and you've got, say, um, like 20%, again, 80 20 well, I love that one. If you've got 20% of your diet left over, that works out on a, what, a 2000 calorie diet, 400 calories. So, if you've hit all your goals and you've got 400 calories, then that can kind of maybe give you a guideline of I can have 400 calories worth of non whole foods and treats, whether that's chocolate or crisps or wine or whatever you fancy. Um, And then just being mindful, I guess, of your saturated fat intake. Um, Obviously, the guidelines vary, depending what country you're in. But whether that be like American guidelines, keeping within kind of 10% of your total calories or UK guidelines kind of keeping um, around 20 grams or under, that can give you, I guess, a guideline of what's a um, kind of healthy amount if you are having that every single day, obviously, on the odd occasion, if you're celebrating your birthday or special occasions and you have a bit more cake and you want another slice and you're going over that, then it's not something to get stressed over going over those targets. But if you want to eat chocolate every single day, like I do, then in terms of my too much, I try to keep it within guidelines that I'm hitting my other macro and micronutrients before I kind of use all my calories up on chocolate. Um, And then I'm deficient in other areas, I guess
0: yeah yeah no I like that and also um I think just to add on that like asking yourself like what would your future self do would your is you know is the person that you want to become does she go to the shop and buy two share packs of chocolate and demolish them all or does she go to the shop and buy a bar of chocolate you know to Um, fix that itch to fix that craving oh she she would probably go and buy a bar so like I think just taking some ownership over you know your future self who are you working towards what do you want to work towards and and that kind of thing as well but
1: yeah I love that future self one a lot of my clients like that as well when I I, when I say that to them like they're like oh I really don't want to do this and I'm like what would your future self do Would would you want to go to the gym even though you don't want to go to the gym you'd use discipline over motivation or would your future self just be happy that you just decided to take a kind of fifth rest day in a row and maybe not get any workouts in this week so yeah that is that is a good one I like using that as well yeah I think that's probably all most of our questions is
0: it pretty pretty much I'll just read out this one it's a bit broken up and then um we'll leave it from there so this person has said uh, I can't even figure out where it's not just Easter, but so not just Easter, but I could eat chocolate all day long. And I, I just don't see the harm when eating it. It's only after I've eaten it that I, I'm like, oh, that would have been a lot of calories. Whereas with a cake or carbs or something, I get too full and I couldn't eat too much. So essentially, I think this person is saying I could literally eat chocolate all day. But when I'm eating like cake or carbohydrates or whatever, I then get too full. So. uh, I think, do you know what, with this question, I think it like you've got to you've got to almost adult. (laughs) Um, Sorry, Alex has got her dog in the background. So if it does bark, that's. (laughs) <laughs> that you'll just hear that i think I put myself on you he's whining he's like i'm ready for some food now mum. <laughs> i think just looking at like number one like take ownership of the nutritional value like if you sit and eat chocolate all day yes of course like You're not gonna feel full up. It's not filling. Whereas if you eat a full meal and have carbohydrates and that kind of thing, then obviously you're gonna get full because you're getting more nutritional content from those meals. You're probably gonna get starch carbohydrates. You're gonna get protein. So you're gonna feel full whereas chocolate is not that filling. So essentially start your day by eating a full meal. And if you want some chocolate with each meal, that's absolutely fine. But try not to have like chocolate first, yeah and then followed by a meal
1: yeah i'd agree with that one i think it ties into a lot of the things we've we've said before um about obviously making sure that you're eating mindfully and making sure you're portioning it out um and i guess another one if the goal is weight loss obviously if it's not then isn't really as, as relevant but if the goal is weight loss then pre-track foods before you eat it so you can make an informed decision if you're then saying you're getting to after you've eaten it and saying oh that would have been a lot of calories and you're maybe kind of thinking "Oh, if you'd known that you wouldn't have made that decision that pre-tracking can give you a moment's pause and be like um is this what I want is this worth it or am I actually hungry and do I want to have something more filling for the same amount
0: yeah yeah and I think um this person does work in quite a stressful job and quite an emotional job as well and just remember like are you doing the work to look after yourself like are you eating chocolate because you're eating it for comfort you know and do you actually need to go off to another room and just sit and read a book for five minutes in between you know clients or taking a rest and that kind of thing
1: Um,
0: and it's especially common in like students and people who study where you feel like you run out of that brain power and you just need some energy Yeah. yeah and just making sure that you're actually fueling yourself properly eating enough and are you taking breaks in the day that are gonna you know energize you such as going out for a quick walk, just getting some fresh air, putting on some loud music, like having a bit of a dance, playing with your dog, things like that can energize you versus just eating. Yeah,
1: finding something else to get that energy rather than turning to chocolate. I guess the same goes for if the stressful job is making someone kind of emotionally, finding something else to channel those emotions to initially and seeing how that kind of works out for you. Mm. I know it's a bit of a random one but I actually read the other day a study on it and it's just backed up my my own um thoughts and theory of it so I absolutely love coke zero or like diet coke so I do have <laughs> I do have that a glass of that maybe every day um but I do find that especially when I'm dieting it helps curb that hunger a little bit having that drink I guess with any drink as well kind of you know, having a a sip of water is a good idea, Um, having some water and hydrating before you go to eat something to make sure that you're actually hungry, not just thirsty. But I can't remember the specifics of the study I read um, on Diet Coke, but they did actually do um, some observations of people who drank Diet Coke in the evenings or who didn't. And those that um, kind of had those Um, zero calorie kind of soft drinks because of some of the um, chemicals and things within them it did stop them overeating and and, on other things because it did kind of curb that hunger and give them that sugar fix without the calories as such Mm. um, and provide them with that bit of energy boost that they needed so yeah personally I'll I'll grab a I chocolate and then also grab a diet coke that sounds like a good diet doesn't it and <laughs> um, that does that that's st- at the end of the day people sometimes say like oh diet coke's bad and this and if, everything in moderation and if you're using it to stop you then eating 2000 calories worth of chocolate then really which which one's kind of its weighing it up um and it's not not really bad so yeah i'm i'm definitely a, a diet coke advocate
0: we're a, a Pepsi Max Cherry fan in this house. Yeah, here, so di-
1: I don't actually like Diet Coke. I only like Coke Zero or Pepsi Max. But I just feel like you use the Diet Coke term, don't you, for everything? But yeah. yeah there's not the option in the restaurant of a pepsi max or a coke zero i won't actually get the diet coke won't get any coke at all just get like water oh really <laughs> that I don't could... like the
0: diet coke no way um cool okay that comes to the end of our questions so on a final note have you got three tips that you could give people for easter going into easter what three simple tips would you say to help them with chocolate? So
1: I'd say probably number one, don't snack mindlessly. Don't grab your Easter egg and or your chocolate and stick the TV on and watch it, like sit there and enjoy it um, so that you know how much you've had and you can kind of listen to when you feel you've had enough. Um, I'd say don't restrict leading up to it. Don't be like Easter's coming up so I'm not going to eat chocolate for the next two weeks so that I can eat it when it comes. Um, Allow yourself to have it every day, as we have mentioned um, a lot of times throughout this podcast. And then single-serve portions, um, whether it's an Easter egg or single-serve (laughs) packets, my go-to is a (laughs) 12-finger, That you can get them in single-serve packets. And I just feel like there's something psychological there that if you have the share bag, it's so easy to just sit and eat Mm. what's probably about 10 servings in one go. Whereas if you separate it out into single serve portion sizes and you decide you want three of those portion sizes after you've had three portion sizes knowing that it was three portion sizes your brain kind of goes okay well i've probably had enough now rather than not having that awareness when you're just eating the large share bag which might be like 10 servings so yeah single serve packets and portions of things i live by Um, I think that really helps me and a lot of my clients. So they would be my three final tips, I guess. What are your
0: three final tips? Um, Probably a lot of what we've mentioned. Mine would be, it's only Easter once, but don't use that as like an excuse to go all out. Have your Easter egg and thoroughly enjoy it. And if you are going to be somebody who wants to eat it all in one go, don't be ashamed of that. That's absolutely fine. But make sure your mindset is not, right, I need to complete this now, I need to eat this all now because I'm going to restrict tomorrow. Like just accept, okay, my calories are going to be slightly higher today. I accept that and I hold myself accountable for that. And I'm going to thoroughly enjoy this one Easter egg that I've been bought from my grandma or from my mom or whatever and be okay with it. The second one to add on to that is if you're going to go ahead with that, why not try an experiment and ask yourself, could I stop here? And if I can, stop. And you can just pop it to the side. And if you want to, you could always go back for more. The third thing I would say is probably on the mindful eating stuff is like, try not to be one of those people who kind of secretly opens your Easter egg, picks on a bit, tells yourself that you're you're being bad, stops yourself, then goes out the kitchen. Then 10 minutes later, you're back in and picking out a bit. Just bloody have it. Like just go and enjoy it. It's nothing to be ashamed of. Chocolate should be included. And yeah, so there you go. You've got six tips now. 60. i would say do you agree that easter
1: egg chocolate is different to normal chocolate 100%. it just tastes so much better i feel like i don't know if there's anywhere that your listeners can comment or kind of let you know um what their favorite easter egg is and what one they're going to get because i know we've we've had this uh, conversation about the white chocolate oreo one yeah. the dime filled one and the fruit and nut one so i'd be interested to hear what everyone's favorite easter egg is and what one they're going to go for or two or three
0: however many they're going to go for this what year I'll do, what i'll do is when this podcast goes out i'll create a uh, instagram post and everyone can comment who listens and yeah and, uh, tag us you in know what easter your egg you're going for what are you going to go
1: for
0: what are you going to go? Oh, oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> go for um as i said i like variety so i think i'll probably get some of those small ones and a few different ones i do love mini eggs And I don't know if, so this year they brought out that mini egg bar, didn't they, with the mini eggs inside it. So if they had an Easter egg with the mini eggs inside it, not like in the middle of the hollow egg, but like built into the chocolate, oh, that would be delicious. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, I'm inventing an Easter egg here. I don't think ah, it is. (laughs) I think you just need to make it yourself. I'm really, I always have to have two because I love the Easter, uh, the dairy milk chocolate in an easter egg there's something just yeah. so divine yeah. but i also really love like nestle so i'm a bit boring so i'll oh, always get I just hate nestle really i love yeah. absolutely i love cheap chocolate i don't know why but i really like oh no nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know like i'm a proper Cadbury's girl i don't even like galaxy i really you know yeah. like at christmas you get the um chocolate coins Yeah. I'm like, I just love them because it, it's really cheap chocolate. I don't know I'll why put I just those love in
1: them. the post to you next year because I've still got some in my cupboard, probably like five years old. They are no, all lovely. over.
0: I love it when they reduce them after Christmas. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, temperature. <be laughs> like, like, yeah, I'll buy those. Yeah. Um, so I'm really boring. I just like a dairy milk one with whatever comes with it, preferably mini eggs, don't mind a cream egg. And then, yeah, like a Nestle one, um, probably like a Maltesers egg. I'm not a massive fan of the eggs that are have got stuff inside the egg because I just like the chocolate in an egg. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: That's me. So everyone that
1: everyone else says and uh, (laughs) find out if they're Cadbury's team, Alex or (laughs) team (laughs) Nestle. (laughs)
0: Um, So where can my listeners find you, Alex? Where are you on Um, your
1: I'm on Instagram at Active Alexandra. So changed it from the BBG and chocolate that I started out at. <laughs> You'll have to let me know if you think that's better. Was I better off being BBG and Chocolate or is Active Alexandra a better fit?
0: <laughs> I think Active Alexandra. Yeah, I will um I'll put your instagram handle and like your website etc in the show notes so if anybody does want to go and reach out to alex and say how much they enjoyed this podcast and obviously please do if you do listen to this podcast and you have loved it and you found our tips really helpful please don't forget to share it on your stories and tag us both in it and tell us your favorite easter egg um thank you so so much for coming on the podcast it's been a pleasure i've now popped your podcast cherry i'm very pleased (laughs) you have you have (laughs) Um, And yeah, thank you so, so much.